Hello, all you beautiful faces. Welcome back to another week of Daily with Daphne in a very important important week. Home Goods is open, and at age 26, I still don't know how to get a coffee stain out of a white table runner, so I went and bought myself a yellow one. <laughs> I'm hoping whoever is listening to this podcast this week can relate to this feeling or thought process that I went through just yesterday even eve oh, I can't even talk today anymore. I'm so tired. <laughs> When I got home yesterday evening to my emphasis on single, single apartment, and I walk in and I just pause, put my keys down and pause again. I deserve sex today. Not going to get any. I read a post that said, just remember what that ass do in a sundress. Found it very inspiring. So with that, with not having sex, I put on a sundress, poured a rather large glass of red wine, and just danced to Demi Lovato and Sam Smith. Yeah, I hope someone can relate to that thought process that I went through last night with the Demi, the Sam, the wine, and just the overall ass in a sundress situation. (laughs) So now, to reflect on this week, earlier in the week, I had a panic panic attack, and I haven't had one in quite a long time. I used to get them semi-frequently, and what it stemmed from was I had received a text from someone in the past stating that they were in a relationship, and I quote, wanted to be honest and transparent. Okay. <laughs> Immediately, uh, it was just gut-wrenching for myself, and I just went into this like a little dark mindset and I said, what is wrong with me that no one wants to be around me? I felt deceived in the moment and I think that's what sent me over the edge because allegedly on Valentine's Day, he portrayed his love, which was very uh, convenient because of the day, clearly. And I don't know, I just felt deceived and it wasn't necessarily that feeling that sent me into a panic attack but the fact that like in that moment I was just a bit hysterical and then I got really hysterical by writing I just wrote it out on a piece of paper um and I just said how fucked up am I to think I only feel when I am hurting and that's what was the tipping tipping point like the boiling the 213 degrees I couldn't breathe I was hyperventilating I was hysterically crying and I try not to cry I don't cry And all I could say back, obviously, was happy or happy, even though there was so much that I wanted to say, that I wanted to ask, and just ask, like, what is wrong with me, that in the end you're willing to commit to her, but never to me. And what is wrong that I have not been the exception for not one man that I have dated, or that they haven't been the exception for me? Does it go both ways? I panicked and I just couldn't give this individual like the benefit of hearing all these just running thoughts that are going through my head. So I turned to the people that I know the longest, <laughs> poor guys, <laughs> I turned out, turned to some of my longest standing friends and I reached out to all my hometown guys and I quote from the text, I said, all of you have known me the longest. Do I just not have it together enough? Honestly, is that why it is impossible to get someone to pick me? What is that is wrong? Bad grammar. I need constructive feedback. The girls are wonderful, but they have vaginas, so it's rather irrelevant of what they think right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> so the men have penises, so maybe they would be a bit more intuitive to give me constructive, constructive feedback. That's where I was at. Each time someone leaves in my life, it's just innate in me to lose control. And that's what I did in the moment. I have lost the most important man in my life at a younger age, uh, my father. So when it comes to this day, it brings back the worst moment. It's like PS PTSD whenever someone decides to leave. And it will never feel as it did in the first moment of the worst moment of my life. But it's flashbacks and it's that feeling that I just can't get out of my head. And that's where the panic begins. And that's why I go into this dark spiral of just self-doubt. And I know we all ask ourselves those questions in a similar situation. And that's why I feel that I need to share it with everyone. Any and every man in the future who will do this will never know how much they are inflicting, like how much pain they are inflicting on myself or even all of us that are listening or men, women who do this to you, potentially, you never know. And again, I ask myself, how fucked up am I to think I only believe, I only feel when I am hurting? So naturally, I called my therapist. I'm going to make a fake name for her. Uh, her name's going to be Sadie. And we talked. I talked to her and she asked what I did in the moment. And at this point, I'm feeling a bit lighter. It's a few days later. And I just go, I freaked out. <laughs> And she's like, what did that look like? And I said, I stopped breathing and I cried way too much. Said, okay, okay, what did we do in that moment? What were some other things that we did? I was like, I texted the guys for help. What did we text them for? And I shared her the text and we talked and we reflected about it more and more and more. And she just kept probing me because obviously she needed to. And we just kind of got into that, a few underlying issues my humor is what gets me through everything, and I think some of you can already tell that through this podcast. I need the lightheartedness and to be in love with life each and every day. I need to fall in love with the moment of each day or else I would not be who I am and I would not be able to get through. But I need to be more vulnerable. I'm not sure about you, but I only feel one thing, and that's happiness. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it from this podcast, but I only showcase happiness in I don't know, those who know me who are listening to this, they can say, Daphne, you're always so happy. Daphne, you are the most positive person I know. And maybe some of you get those compliments too. But am I? I only show one emotion, clearly. As women, as speaking for just the population, I believe we feel obligated to come across as invincible. There's that double standard that women are overly emotional and I have kind of felt and reflected that maybe we feel that it may be a priority to not show emotions as much and to get rid of that stigmatism. And for that matter, we are learning that now we just don't know when to show them. I don't feel like I know when to show them. That was my coffee. I tipped it. It didn't spell. <laughs> but back to feelings. I don't know when to show them. And who really wants to see feelings? In dating, I sure as hell don't know when it's okay to show anything but happy to my date till my therapist told me that it's okay this week. And I responded, Sadie, are you crazy? <laughs> she laughed a lot. For example, on a date, I shared uh, that I lost my grandpa to COVID and it came up and I tried to downplay it. And why would I ever try to downplay something like that? I fucking lost my grandpa. 
to the coronavirus, and I will never see him again. And I never knew that the last time I saw him would be the last time. And it's just unfathomable why I would even do that when I look back at it. And when, so when do you start showing feelings? When do you start to show any vulnerability? And seriously, that's okay. I can't picture it. She says that's what's influenced my relationships in the past. She, as in Sadie. I can't say that I disagree. I can't say that I'm willing to cry yet on a first date. She then corrected me and told me not to cry on a first date because that will probably add to the list of things that I've done wrong on a first date. The blabbering idiot that I am today. In the end, I need to figure out how to be vulnerable. I know that I'm not, often, or much at all. I'm only vulnerable with myself, not often, or not at all, and a few other people, a select few. To me, it's just not okay to be vulnerable. I push through. It's just who I am, like I said. I know that everything will work out eventually. It always does. That's the way life goes. I've lived through some of the worst moments and experience, worst moments and experiences, and I'm sure all of you have too. We will all move on, so what's the point in just not pushing through? That's my mentality now. But now I have to actually answer the question, how was your day? In an honest way. Fuck. My old boss always said, Daph, you are the most and least confident person that I have ever met. You couldn't have been more right. <laughs> now that I think about it even more after my shower, shower beer, <laughs> do we think that's because I'm not okay with being vulnerable? Do you guys feel that way? Can you relate to that maybe? I'm not confident enough to accept my own feelings often. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do, I promise. <laughs> but often I don't feel confident enough to do that. So maybe that's maybe an underlying thing. I'm not sure if any of you can relate, and I know what you're all thinking. This is a really positive and funny Daily with Daphne this week. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, people. Which brings me into the moxie mumble of the week. J.D. Anderson once said, Feminism isn't about making women strong. Women are already strong. It's about changing the way the world perceives that strength. And that's why I felt like I needed to share this chain of thought from earlier this week. Personally, as women, again, speaking for all of us, I think we sometimes feel we need to perceive... Ugh, what was that supposed to say? I made an oopsie, clearly. <laughs> as women, speaking for us again, our compassion and empathy are our greatest display of power, without a doubt. So as women, I think we need to perceive that as strength. So this vulnerability, uh, the acceptance of emotions... And what comes with all of that, we need to perceive that as strength, like as a superpower. Like this is a superpower that we all contain and that we all have. And I'm sure the men that are listening, you have it too. I want to include everyone. So that's Daily with Daphne this week. Take it or leave it. It was pretty raw. I don't know how I feel about sharing this, but you know, I got to be vulnerable, right? Teehee. <laughs> Thank you again for listening to Daily with Daphne this week. It means a lot, especially with this episode. Next week, it will be lighter. I promise. Very excited. We're going to hear Pam's voice for the first time, everyone. So tune in next Monday with Daily with Daphne. Thank you for listening.